as we were standing here worshiping and praising God, I thought about the fact that most of us are here worshiping because of a woman of influence. The title of the message this morning is woman of, Women of Influence. I am here because of a woman of influence. And many of you are too. I am here because, because of my mother. I'm here because that as a young child, I was able to crawl up onto her lap. And she taught me about Jesus. She taught me the stories of the Bible. And I still picture that, that storybook that she read to me as a little child. And so many of us are here because of that influence. Some of you were not so blessed as to have the influence of a mother or a godly mother. But you can choose to be a woman of influence. You can choose to be a woman of God who influences her children. You know, so often when we think about women of influence, we think of Johnny Erickson Tata and, and Beth Moore. We think of Laura Bush and people like, like Sarah Palin and, and Michelle Obama and Oprah Winfrey. They are women of influence. You know, the Sandra Bullocks and the Rachel Rays of the world we look at as women of influence. But are they really? They influence people, but are they the greatest influencers? You know, true women of influence are the women who shape the hearts and minds of the next generation. That is mothers. Mothers, you are shaping the hearts and minds of the next generation. And that is the greatest responsibility, the greatest influence that anyone can ever have is to impact the next generation. You know, Peggy Campalo, who is the who is the wife of Tony Campalo, she was a very, very highly educated woman. And so when she chose to stay to be a stay-at-home mom and, and she would be talking with, with people, they would ask her what she does. And when she said she was a stay-at-home mom, she would always get these, these crazy looks that, you know, why with all this education are you staying at home? So she came up with this response. She decided the next time somebody asks her what she does, she would say, I am so socializing two homo sapiens in Judeo-Christian virtues so that they will appropriate the eschatological views, values of utopia. What do you do? So mothers, that is what you are. You know, you are training up a generation of influencers. You are teaching your children who Jesus Christ is. President Theodore Roosevelt once said, It is the mother, and the mother only, who is a better citizen than the soldier who fights for his country. The successful mother, the mother who does her part in rearing and training aright the boys and the girls who are to be the men and women of the next generation, is of greater use to the community and occupies, if she only realizes it, a more honorable as well as more important position than any man in it. The mother is the one supreme asset of the national life. She is more important by far 
than successful statesmen or businessmen or artists or scientists. She is very, very important to our society. So women, you are great influencers. You have been created to make a difference. You know, in Ephesians chapter 2, it says that you are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he has prepared in advance for you to do. You know, there's a story in the Bible of two women of great influence who influenced a young man named Timothy. You know, Timothy was the Apostle Paul's most trusted um, worker. He became a Christ follower as a young boy. He became a leader in the early church at a very young age. Two of the books of the New Testament are letters written to Timothy by Paul. Who were Timothy's greatest influencers? Turn with me to 2 Timothy chapter 1. I want to, want to talk about the greatest influencers in Timothy's life. And it wasn't, although the Apostle Paul was a great influence, he wasn't the greatest influence on Timothy's life. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 5 and 6. Paul says, I have been reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois, and now in your mother Eunice. And I am persuaded... Now lives in you. For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift which God has given you through the laying on of hands. Now turn with me to chapter 3, verse 4. It says, but as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know these things from whom you have, you know those from you have learned it. And how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. You see, Timothy's greatest influencers were his grandmother Lois and his mother Eunice. Because they taught him God's word. They taught him who Jesus was. They took their responsibilities as influencers very seriously. You know, Lois was a first-generation believer. She had a choice to make whether to follow Christ or not. And she chose to follow him, and she chose to teach her daughter Eunice the ways of the Lord. Eunice had a choice to make. She could either follow the God that, that Lois had taught, that her mother had taught her, or she could follow her own path. She chose to follow Christ, and she chose to teach her son Timothy the ways of the Lord as well. They were great influencers in Timothy's life. Because it says that Eunice taught Timothy from the time of his birth. From the day he was born, she was teaching him God's word. Moms, you have a great responsibility to teach your children God's word because you are women of influence. You see, because women of influence are women of sincere faith. You know, Paul com complimented Timothy on his sincere faith that first lived in his grandmother and his mother. 
Now, that word sincere means free of deceit or hypocrisy or falseness, genuine or real, pure and unmixed. Sincere faith is genuine. It is real. People see it. Your children see it. Doesn't matter how sincere faith is examined, it always shows itself to be true. It is consistent and the same all of the time. Do you have sincere faith? Faith that is that is pure, that is unmixed, that is the same at home as it is at church, that is the same at work than it is at church. You know, or do you do we just put on a good face on Sunday morning when we come here? That is not sincere faith. Sincere faith is a faith that is lived out on a daily basis. You see, mothers do more than just teach their children Bible stories. Mothers teach their children spiritual truth. Mothers have sincere faith. Mothers show their children how to live life, how to be a Christ follower. Women of influence, you live your life to show your children who Jesus Christ is. Because remember, more is caught than taught. Although it is important for us to teach our children. Ephesians 4.1 says, As a prisoner of the Lord, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Do you notice there it says, to live a life, not to teach but to live a life that is worthy of the calling you have received. Women, you have been called to be influencers. Live your life in a way that is worthy to that calling you have received. You know, ladies, I know that some of you all, that you all have different callings. Some of you have call, been called to be single. Some of you have been called to, although you are married, you may never have a child. You have been called to live without children. Some of you have one child. Some of you may someday have ten. Derek, you never know. But all of our callings are different. But no matter what your calling is or what your situation is, you can be a woman of influence. You know, one of the great women of influence in my life was a was a single lady that was my Sunday school teacher at East Union. A lady named Bertha Slaba who is single to this day, but she was an influencer in my life. So if you're single, if you're sitting here and you're single today and say, how can I be a woman of influence? You can and you will if you allow God to use you. Even if you Never have children. You can be, you can have a great influence as a motherly figure. You know, there's a story in in Romans chapter 16. There are two verses. It says, greet Rufus, chosen by the Lord and his mother, who has been a mother to me. Now, this is the Apostle Paul talking. Rufus's mother had been an influence on Paul's life. She wasn't his biological mother, and yet it says... Obviously, she was important enough because she's found in the scriptures. She influenced Paul's life. Now, many people believe that 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 Rufus's mother was the wife of Simon of Cyrene. Who was he? The man who carried Jesus's cross. 
But this woman, although she wasn't Paul's mother, she had a great influence on his life. Because she, he says here, she has been like a mother to me. And you know, there are so many children out there today. There are so many ways that as, as, a mother with, as a woman without a child that you can have an influence. You know, we have big brothers and big sisters. You know, we have, we have children in our schools that, 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 are, that, that long for a woman to have an influence, to love them and to care for them and to show them love. There are many ways that you can be a woman of influence. But we are called, you are called to be women who have an impact. Women of influence also honor God's word and train up their children in it. Women of influence honor God's word and train up their children in his word. So one of the greatest things that my mother ever did was teach me God's word. And remember at the beginning of the year, Psalm 1, that we memorized together. It says, blessed is the man, and that is for men and women, who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. No, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. What will that person be like? They will be like a tree that is planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither, and whatever they do prospers. That is what a woman who who spends time in God's word will become. A woman who is fruitful, who even when a hard time comes, will not wither. She will have influence. She will make a difference in the world in which she has been placed because she loves God's word. A woman of influence will love God's word and will teach it to her children. You know, in Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 to 9, in verse 4, it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. We're to love the Lord our God with all our heart, and with all of our soul, and with all of our strength. These commands I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children, and talk about them when you sit at home, and when you walk along the way, and when you lie down, and when you get up. God was telling the children of Israel, teach your children in all stages, whatever you're doing, whether you're working in the garden or, or you're sitting on the couch at home, teach your children the word of God. That is your primary responsibility, to teach them the word of God. Because that will have an eternal effect, impact on your children, on your grandchildren, on your great-grandchildren. It will impact the generations to come. Women of influence have sincere faith. Women of influence love God's word and teach their children God's word. And women of influence pray. Pray for their children. Pray with them and for them. And moms, this might be the greatest thing you can ever do for your child. 
Probably, you know, when I think about my mom, that is the one thing that I know my mother did. I know I drove her to her knees. That wasn't a good thing. But my mom was so faithful in praying for me. And so moms, women of influence, it is critical that you pray for your children and you pray for those, those people, those young children, those young men and women that you have influence over. Pray for them. Grandmothers, you have a responsibility to pray for your grandchildren. Great-grandmothers, you have a responsibility to pray for your great-grandchildren and your grandchildren and your children. Prayer is a, is a responsibility that never stops. You know, I always hear us talking about how we don't have time. But we have allowed the things of this world to steal the most important responsibility we have of praying from us. Or we have given it away. You know, television and social networking have stolen our time from us. From the most important thing that we can do. Pray. If I did a survey this morning of everybody here, of every woman that is here and of every man let's just throw everybody in there and i we would figure up how much time you spent praying for your children and how much time you spent social networking i think we would have a great great disparity in 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 the way that we spend our time we have, we have eternity at stake, and yet we're too busy. We are too addicted to our time on the Internet that we don't have time to pray for our children. Women of influence have right priorities. Women of influence go to God and ask him to be the influencer on their children. I think we need to figure something out. You know, rather than playing Farmville, maybe we should pray, play Prayville. You know, I was at a conference yesterday. They said 70% of our children that go off to college will never, ever step foot back into the church. 70% of our children who leave and go to college will never go back not just to their home church, will never go back to church. There's something wrong. There's something seriously wrong in this society. Now, I'm not blaming mothers. I'm just saying, moms, you have a great opportunity to influence and change that because you are the greatest influence on your child's life. But they're watching you. They're watching how you live your life. They're watching your relationship with Christ. And they're feeling the effects of your prayer time with God. Women of influence pray for their children. And I'd encourage you as women of influence... Pray the scriptures over your children. 
Yeah, go to Ephesians chapter 1 and, and verse 17 and pray, Lord, give our children the spirit of wisdom and revelation and of knowledge of you. And, and, and go find other scriptures. You know, there, there's a great book, um, pray, The Power of a Praying Parent. Find yourselves tools that you can use to pray for your children. But by all means, I beg you to pray for your children. Because their eternities are on the line. And your grandchildren's eternities are on the line. Yes, Charles Spurgeon once said, Never could it be possible for any man to estimate what he owes to his godly mother. Certainly I have not the power of speech with which to set forth my valuation of the choice blessing which the Lord bestowed on me in making me the son of one who prayed for me and prayed with me. How can I ever forget her tearful eye when she wanted me to escape from the wrath to come? And how can I ever forget when she bowed her knee and with me in her, with her, with her arms on my neck pray, Oh, that my son might live before thee. You know, are we that passionate about praying for our children that it drives us to our knees and causes us to weep? For their salvation and for their, for their eternities. Women of influence, pray for your children. That is the greatest thing that we, that you can do. And for those of us that have had godly women, we owe it to them. We need to thank the Lord and thank them for what, for the blessing of a praying godly mother. And if you grew up without a praying godly mother, you can break that, that um, cycle by yourself becoming a woman who loves the Lord and who spends time in his word and then prays for her children. But there's too much at risk to not. But like Roosevelt said, women are the greatest asset that we have in our society. Mothers are the greatest asset that we have in this society. Well, I hope, mothers, that you don't feel like a failure. May you ask, where do I start? And what do I do? How do I begin to, be, to obey where I'm at right now? And even if your children are grown, you know, I believe God will honor a renewed desire to impact your children or the children that God has brought into your life. God can use you as he did Lois, a grandmother in Timothy's life. He can use you the way that he used Eunice, the mother in Timothy's life. But you have to make a choice today to begin to desire to be a woman of influence who will make a difference in the generation to come. So that people will not just see sincere faith in you, but they will be able to see that sincere faith in your children and their children. And I'm thankful for all the women of influence that are here because you are all 
Let me repeat, you are all women of influence because you influence somebody in some way. So you are women of influence. And this morning, I would like to just, I would like to ask, um, I'd like to ask all the women to stand. Let me put that, all the females, please stand up. That way we don't have to fear whether you're a woman or a girl. All right? You know, these are all women of influence, whether it is present or future. You are women of influence. And we want to pray for you this morning. I'd like to ask just for the rest of us to stand. And I want to pray a blessing over the women of influence in this community. Father God, as we, um, we first of all, Lord, I want, to, I want to thank you for women of influence. Lord, I want to thank you for each, for each woman that is, that, is, that is here this morning that has been a great influence or is being a great influence or one day will be a great influence. Lord, that you would bless them. Lord, that you would give them renewed desire to, to, to have sincere faith, renewed desire to, to be in your word, renewed desire to teach that to other women and other children. A renewed desire to pray, to pray for the people that you bring into their lives, to pray fervently, to pray with passion, to pray with great desire. And Lord, you would use them. Lord, you would bless their hard work. Lord, you would give the mothers um, energy to, to keep up with their children and, and to, to, to um, do the work that was required of, of women. And Lord, to just in that work, Lord, their sincere faith would show up, would be present. Lord, that they would reflect Jesus as women of influence. But Father, this just today, we want to honor and bless the women of influence. We want to honor and bless our mothers. And Lord, we want to commit future mothers to you. And Lord, that through them, we would, you would be honored and glorified. And your name lifted up. We pray all these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen.